We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing youth esports. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice, as all the information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Christopher Turner. Chris is a graphic designer, a teacher, and the esports coach at Southern University Lab School. He's also the general manager and head esports coach for Southern University and AM College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Chris is also an advisory board member for the Varsity Esports Foundation, and he has received several esports certifications from the Esports Education Network. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Justin. It's it's good to be here with you. My pleasure. So, you know, tell us a bit about your past esports and gaming experience. What was the first game you played, and how did you kind of get involved in esports? Man, the first game I probably played was probably, you know, probably Atari. (laughs) I have an older brother uh, by the name of Jamel. Jamel is seven years older than me. And uh, I remember the 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 Atari coming in the house, and it was a big thing once the Nintendo came. And we had, like, the racing pad. We had the Olympic game where you get on the pad and you run. We had the duck hunt gun with Mario on the same cartridge. And, you know, it used to get dirty, so you had to blow the cartridge, and your head would get dizzy. and. You know, just that whole evolution, man. I think around, you know, uh, you know, Nintendo 64, around that time period, you know, I'm, I'm 36, I was born in 84. So, you know, around Super Nintendo, you know, uh, you know, they start introducing like almost like uh, the first kind of open world concept with Mario. And then they created 007 GoldenEye, man. And I knew... <laughs> Once they made GoldenEye, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of sold at that point. You know, I was sold before then, but I was like, okay, if this is the evolution of gameplay, I'm really locked in, and and so that's how I fell in love with gaming, man. And you know, kind of been off, off and on uh, with it for a few years, man. I've I've had other careers that wasn't on that, you know, list that you just named, and um, you know, but. At the same token, man, game gaming has always probably been a part of my life for the most part. Awesome. So, you know, tell us a little about what's going on at Southern University Lab School's esports program. You know, how did it start, and why'd you guys create it? Yeah, um, I got here uh, from a previous school um, two years ago, 
Um, Herman Brister is our uh, director and principal at the school, and he's an avid gamer. I'm an avid gamer, and, you know, my day-to-day here, I'm the visual arts teacher. I'm, you know, the uh, yearbook and uh, gaming concepts. Um, That's the classes that I teach. And, you know, when I got here, you know, I noticed, you know, we only got 350 kids pre-K to 12th grade. And, you know, I wanted something to grab their attention. I wanted to have something where I could meet them where they are and build value on top of that, Justin. Not only just from a standpoint of just reaching them, but, you know, what can we do once we have their attention? And uh, I have been studying esports for a couple of years. And I said, man, you know, I think this is probably the opportune time to to hit the button on this. And so we started researching and, you know, uh, we started talking to people at NACEF and started talking to people at Play VS and High School Esports Lead. And, you know, we made a decision to, to join High School Esports Lead first, uh, mainly because that lead provided the opportunity for my players to play from home uh, because we had no budget. And, um, you know, fresh out the gate, <clears throat> you know, we, uh, we won a runner-up in 2K, um, and then, you know, we won a title since then. But, you know, we gravitated towards 2K and Madden because our demographic, we're 100% African-American. We have uh, 75% free and reduced lunch. We have no bus tra- transportation. Everybody's carpool. And, uh, you know, just trying to give you a makeup of what the school looks like. It's housed on the campus of Southern University A&M Baton Rouge. And uh, all of us are a part of the system, but we can get into that, the system talk later on. But, uh, you know, fast forward, COVID happens, and I put my my GM cap on, Justin, and I started calling everybody, and everybody was picking up because everybody was at home. And, you know, I created a deck. You know, I, I invited my director into a lot of meetings that he probably didn't want to be a part of. But we ended up making some great partners such as Vertigear, um, Addis, um, which is a distributor. Uh, they distribute uh, Zari products, and that's what we have in our lab now. You know, I found myself coming up here and scraping walls and putting up sound pads and, you know, uh, just, you know, uh, laying out graphics and stuff like that for the, for the lab. And uh, long story short, we ended up being the first esports lab in Louisiana education period uh, and not just from a higher ed or high school standpoint but like the first lab to be uh, finished in, in the educational realm in the state and so uh, we're proud of that uh, our kids are proud of that and moving forward man we just can't wait till COVID kind of opens up and uh, we're able to entertain some other high schools and middle schools and have this room um, you know be the room that we dream that it would be well that's amazing you know that it kind of just shows you sometimes you just got to get to work and you never know what you can accomplish and you know as you saw sometimes it all takes the right situation the right time and perseverance and now you guys have something that's going to really open up a ton of new opportunities for both like you said your students as well as other ones around the area yeah for for sure and I know you kind of started to mention. So tell us a little about the you know the two K championship that was that you know someone from your school won, and what was that like to witness? Oh, it was amazing. You know, I'm a 
I'm an avid 2K player. You know, I know you are too. You know, we we play with our my career players, and you know, we try to get to 99, and we we're in pro am with our with our friends all the time. And you know, um, Troy Murphy, um, that's the kid that won that uh, at the time he was in eighth grade. Um, I, I hosted a tournament in house just to see what a talent was um, because I'm all about you know, building up the program for longevity. Because uh, eighth grader comes in, he wipes out everybody in high school. Uh, me being, you know, the marketing mind that I am, I'm like, hey, man, it's a great branding opportunity to kind of push our program out there and let people know that we're here. Uh, and his family was for it. My principal was for it. And so our big thing is to treat uh, treat esports just like any other sport. And so we rolled it out as such. And so it was an incredible ride. He got news coverage. Uh, but not only that, you know, we broke we broke down film and, you know, we uh, we brought in some friends from uh, that's affiliated with the 2K lead. I'm not going to name any names, but, um, you know, even in the offseason, he was able to scrimmage with some professionals. And so, you know, with that said, you know, um, we were able to uh, to lock down a national championship and he got a thousand dollars scholarship from high school esports league. And, um, you mentioned, um, the varsity esports league. I mean, foundation, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, they were responsible for securing that thousand dollars scholarship. So, you know, it's, a uh, it's, it's something to see, man. It's something to see. We, we took it to another level and got championship rings, uh, for that particular player and myself. And, you know, we had a good run, and he just won run up last uh, last season as well. So, you know, we have a, a 2K uh, community here that's like no other man, and you know, we're gonna build on build build to that and build on top of that and see what happens. And but that's 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 really one of the games that we flourish in. Well, yeah, you know, I definitely agree that you know the youth today is really definitely the focal point for 2k i think there's a lot of opportunities of you know like you said getting them to play with these professionals to look up to the 2k pros in the same light that someone might look at an nba pro and i think that it's just kind of focusing on the right age bracket and it seems like you've kind of started to understand that and clearly you're doing it right you know you're able to get a national champion We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, I, I think it is, you know, and, you know, I'm doing some things within that space that I can't talk about right now that we'll talk about off air, but, you know, I'm just starting in that space, man. I think that space is untapped, and we truly need development in that area <clears throat> as far as bringing in, like, talent to be professional players within the 2K League or any or any uh, professional game, gaming association. Um, and it's just a matter of time. You know, you, see, you hear people say pipeline, pipeline, pipeline all the time. And so I don't want to just say pipeline. I want to be able to build a pipeline so everybody can see it in real time and understand what it takes to create a pipeline on a bigger scale. So that's one of my personal goals, and we're going to get that done by any means necessary. Absolutely. I mean, I think that that's one of the big things, like you said, in esports, where it's like there is no minor league system. The path to pro is very much all over the place. And, you know, I kind of get this question a lot where it's like, you know, how do I go pro? It's like, well, there's a bunch of things that happen. You know, you can – win a tournament and you know do really high in the rankings you could beat someone really good like there's a ton of different paths there's nowhere you go to high school you go to college you place well in college in these tournaments and thus you get drafted high the same way there is is you know an nfl or nba where it's like you go to high school you do well you go to college you do well you win national championships you're big 10 you're all american and then you get drafted in the nba and there's a clear defined path where you know it doesn't really exist in esports right now yeah, it doesn't. And so I think it's going to be a community effort and it's going to take education, man. I think we, as an industry, we're still at, we're still at a point where esports, we still have to explain what esports is, Justin. So, you know, if we have to, if we have to explain how to define or even spell esports the, the right way, you know, we have a, we have a bit more to go before we start having those discussions as far as pipeline, but it, it it moves so fast and it's moving in a fast pace every day uh, that I don't think we have enough time like we think we do. And so, you know, I'm, I'm striving to do better. You're striving to do better. And I think as a community, if we stay authentic to ourselves and authentic to what, you know, this gaming and esports world is, and we don't oversell it or overdream uh, like, you know, your traditional sports and we... <laughs> You know, I'm laughing because, you know, I tell people all the time we're we're probably, you know, a year or two out for having our own Pop Warner type of type of lead for esports. And so, you know, it's going to be something to see. But I just I, I hope that we 
we we keep it authentic and that it's a it's a benefit for the for the kids and not you know just for uh for for money and and, and money gain and and power you know I mean, I totally agree. So tell us a little about your role at Southern University and A&M College. You know, what do you do there and how you're involved in the esports program? Yeah, so after that national championship and all the articles, uh, you know, I was I was sitting in my director's office one day and uh, he had he had the, the vision that I should run it. You know, we had been back and forth about, um, you know, Hey man, the university needs to take this and run with it. You know, it'd be cool if we ran with it at the same time. And you know, uh, that conversation led to uh, sending over a document to our president, Dr. Belton, uh, and Dr. Belton signed off on it. And you know, within that within that framework, it gave me the title and gave me access to those students and and the branding for the university. And at that time. I felt like that's all I needed. And so, um, you know, we started in September of last year and it's been a roller coaster, even with dealing with the pandemic. You know, we went from zero students involved to 67 students uh, right now. It's, it's, it might be 70. I don't know, Justin. I, I looked at it like a week ago, it was 67. It might be 70 or 80 plus. Uh, but you know, we had one student made a major impact, won multiple tournaments and leagues. And so he, he brought home $4,100 in cash that he didn't have coming into the semester. We have another one that was impacted as far as winning. He, he won 1400 and they've won headsets and laptops and everything else that they need to, you know, make their uh, college career a little easier. And so, you know, I'm just I'm just blessed to be in a situation where uh, the students listen to me. Um, I had some kind of notoriety with them, and you know, they went towards the opportunities and and achieve and practice. And you know, we we watch film just like any other traditional sport and learn the games, and you know, just build that community. You know, for me, the community aspect is is what makes the 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 program heartbeat. And so once you build a community, uh, then you can kind of move on into, you know, other lanes. You know, you're able to build careers. You're able to build, you know, uh, you know, you know, talk about like health and wellness and be able to build strategic partnerships and, you know, all those olive branches that grow outside of the community that support the community. And so um, it's been great, Justin. I can't complain, man. You know, we uh we're in talks right now about building a, a esports room over at the college, and it's in walking distance of Southern Laboratory School to high school. Like I said, we're on the same campus, and um, you know, only the sky's the limit. You know, uh, but we're we're the you know I'll say this: I'm the only coach in North America that has a reach from pre-K to PhD. That's a part of the same system, and. Um, it's a uh, it's, it's something that uh, I've inherited. It's hard work, but um, every day something happens to kind of refuel me to 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 go uh, even further. Amazing. Well, you know, congrats to those kids out there winning scholarships. I mean, I, I think that that's one of the things that's kind of overlooked in this is that you know college esports, youth esports, competing here will help you. You know, whether it's covering books or getting you a new laptop or something else you need in order to 
you know, be a success as a student. Yeah, for sure. I think it's overlooked. You know, I, I don't know if you saw some of my posts lately, but, you know, I highlighted that. Like, you know, yeah, we won first place. Yeah, we might get a trophy or recognition or something like that. But I really wanted to highlight, like, the dollar amount that was affected by just picking up your controller and doing something that you love doing anyway and, you know, being rewarded for it uh, to the point where it affects your academic life. You know, uh, you know, I, I made a joke with one of my friends the other day, you know, where, where you know, it's the difference between eating the calf or Chick-fil-A, but it goes deeper than that. You know, even even buying your books or, you know, buying like, necessary equipment, like you said. So it's definitely overlooked, man. I wish more people would talk about it. Awesome. So, you know, how do you kind of like, you know, recruit players for the programs? How do you decide like who competes on the different games? Well, I manage, I manage it like, you know, I'm looking at, you know, at this point, just somebody that's dedicated, you know, so many opportunities out here now, Justin, where, you know, we're not even at the point where I feel like we need to do tryouts, you know, um, especially because we're at HBCU uh, and everybody's trying to figure out how to dive into esports at the HBCU level. There's so many leagues and so many opportunities and so many, many tournaments and one-day tournaments to the point where I'm just looking for dedicated kids and we're going to hop in there. And, we, you know, we're going to let the chips fall where they may. Uh, but at one at some point, I will start, you know, holding tryouts. And, you know, I want to develop something where we go out into the community and start dealing with all the high schools around the area. So we can start that pipeline outside of Southern Lab, uh, because you know it's uh it's the university side, and even though the lab school is a uh, is a pipeline within itself directly to the university, and will always be, uh, we definitely have to start looking outside within the community and start grabbing some of the the high school students, and and I want to focus on not only the gameplay, but, you know, we need streamers, we need influencers, we need graphic designers, we need media media personalities, you know, we need uh, producers, you know, we need everything that you see in the ecosystem of esports, and we have started developing those partnerships, you know, like you were on the panel with the Law Center, you have esports law that you can focus on. You know, we have a school of nursing, we have a school of engineering, we have a school of uh, mass comm. And so I've started to talk to the deans of all those schools. And um, we want to set it up where it's a full-fledged community and we're not just focusing on the gameplay, but we're actually running a full program and you're able to, to build those skill sets and go out into the workforce. Because if we focus just on the professional playing standpoint, that's that's only in like only one to one percentile you don't want to you know ruin a kid's dreams and hopes but at the same time we have to be uh, realistic and help them develop for the real world and so um you know we want to make sure that we focus focus in on those careers as well yeah i mean i definitely agree with that and you know part of some of the classes i teach are really kind of focused on you know what else is out there including you know acting as a an attorney. So I know you started to talk about a little bit about incorporation to the actual schools. So what do you have any suggestions for any new courses that maybe you think a student might find valuable that are potentially lacking or just information in general that you, you know, wish was a little bit more out there? 
Well, you know, if, from the standpoint of uh, like high school students trying to get to collegiate, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I think in just terms of like, mm-hmm. what do you think is you know a valuable class or education knowledge that these students, whether you're high school or college or anyone, you know, really needs that really kind of isn't out there. Yeah, I, I think from the standpoint of like health and wellness, I, I think a lot of people really don't focus on health and wellness and esports. And if 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 you look at the longevity, and this is probably somewhere in your book, Justin, I hadn't got a copy yet, by the way. But <laughs> you know, I think somewhere, you know, people need to start looking at the the longevity of esports players or gaming gaming players and so you know the cutoff point is probably early twenties. And your eyes start to doing doing your eye hand coordination, you know, it might be carpet tunnel, it might be anything like that, right? And so we need to start the conversation about, you know, screen time, you know, having having a um, exercise and diet regimen every day to making sure that you're at your best ability at all time. Uh, and it should be a balance. It shouldn't be you just gaming out for 12 hours out the day, you know, eating everything under the sun just because it's reachable. Um, you should treat this just like any other athlete. And knowing if you if you're not the best gamer but you like gaming, I feel like uh as far as education, you know, we should start having early coding classes and, you know, streaming classes, how to use OBS and stuff like that. Like uh bare minimum stuff that we use in the industry every day. I think it should be it should start to be electives in, in different high schools and middle schools to the point where, you know, you have those skill sets and you're able to come on a college campus and benefit the program. And in return, the way I see it going is a lot of universities having different types of scholarships underneath their esports umbrella to take care of those students with those skill sets. And so I'm seeing that uh, from a lot of my counterparts. And so uh, I think the sky is going to be the limit, but definitely that, that type of education needs to happen. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it's, kind of an off and overlooked area of, you know, the front house and behind house, the people that are kind of on screen and the casters and the broadcasters and then the people that are actually producing it, whether you have the video and sound people, engineers, or even people that are just kind of doing the graphic overlays. Exactly. That's exactly who I'm talking about. And that's exactly the type of uh, scholarships I'm starting to see across uh, the country. And it's not every program, but your major programs are starting to do that. And it just makes sense to do that. Awesome. So what's the Varsity Esports Foundation and how are you involved in it? Um, the, the Varsity Esports Foundation, um, you know, they believe in leading the next generation of gamers, uh, Generation E, and, you know, pursuing best practices in esports and really providing a pipeline for, for students to reach their full potential in esports. And um my 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 guy Bubba is is uh the founder of that. And I met Bubba through high school esports league, uh competing. And uh we just started having some candid conversation about the industry and I, I like what what the varsity esports foundation stands for. You know, you're talking about some of the inactors are like 
diversity and inclusion, cyberbullying, mental health, STEM and STEAM, uh, digital citizenship, uh, healthy habits, like I just talked about earlier. And so you're talking about a full, wholehearted approach to what esports is and really a place of education, you know, like you just said. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that board and, um, you know, we, we're going to be making some announcements soon. Uh, I'm on the board as an advisor. And so, you know, um, just great company to be around, a great source of information and education and just know how uh, to get the job done, hopefully the right way within uh, esports. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm definitely familiar with what Bubba and them are doing over there. So it's always nice to see people that are really trying to foster these great, you know, initiatives. And, you know, well, we're not going to really get too deep into certifications <laughs> in esports, but, yeah. you know, I know that you've been involved with some at the, you know, esports education network. So what is the EEN and, you know, why did you choose to obtain certif- certifications from them? And, you know, what's unique about them? Well, what, what was unique was, um, you know, it was a subsidiary of uh, of the the Varsity Esports Foundation. Connor uh, was uh, the creator of it. Coach Connor, uh, some that might know, uh, and it just wasn't any like I don't want to say quick, but like video type of content with a quiz at the end type of certification within esports at the time that it was created. And so knowing who was involved with it from from a standpoint of, you know, they, they're in the industry, uh, you know, and they have partnerships with people like eFuse and Esports Trade Association. And, you know, um, it's a STEM, um, it's a, a STEM certified uh, course. And so you, you have all of that tied into, you know, it coming from Coach Connor and people in the industry like myself, you know, um, that is just a, it's it's just authentic, like I said earlier. And so it wasn't necessarily, oh, I need this credential. It was more of let me go through this course and let me see if it's, it's if it's the real deal or not, where you can gain some information about uh, esports that makes sense to the standpoint that it. In return, you should have a certification. And so um, I thank Bubba the, for sending me over the links, and I took it. And, you know, it's it's worth your time. I'll say that much, and not to sound like a salesman, but if you, if you don't have <clears throat> detailed information about certain topics in esports, I mean, they have certain things from, like, coaches to starting a club, to what equipment you might need to start an esports lab, you know, those type of conversations that I get questioned about every day, Justin, are answered in those certifications. And so if you uh, hadn't been to EEN to to look at what types of certifications they had, it's, it's well worth it. And it's coming from a place of uh, people that's in the industry and not just uh, a money grab, like I said earlier. Is definitely some good information with, with those certifications. Yeah, and I think a point that you bring up earlier is that, you know, there's a STEM certification angle where there's 
a concrete knowledge base that this is meant to enhance. And I think mm-hmm. in a certification, that's the point of it is to show an acceleration and a mastery of this body of knowledge that's tangible. And I think, you know, an ode to my book earlier, I think if you read my book, you're going to learn a lot more than most <laughs> of the other certification classes that exist out there. And, you know, that's unbiased as someone who's read through, I would say probably every piece of literature that's out in the esports world at this point. You know, I've gotten all the books that have been published so far and read through a lot of the esports search research network articles and a lot of, you know, the International Journal of Esports and just a, bo- a lot of academic pieces. And, you know, there's a lot of information that's out there, but there's also a ton that's missing. So, sure. you know, I think that I hopefully, you know, again, disclaimer, you know, I hope we was able to bring a new spin and, a, and kind of compile some information that wasn't really readily available. And, you know, I think that's how the whole industry moves forward is, you know, education and knowledge is power. And I don't necessarily know if you need a test to grasp it, but just the fact that you're reading it and understanding it and comprehending it, that to me is more important than a test. You know, as someone who teaches, you know, I just finished up, you know, my first semester as University of North Carolina, Wilmington. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was just about giving them just a ton of useful knowledge so that they can use this knowledge for whatever they're trying to do. Because I think that's the key is like you said, if you're trying to learn how to set up a lab, what technical output you need, how you go about it, you know, these are specific skills that if you don't know how to do, you can actually learn how to do. And that's kind of, you know, a transferable trait. And, you know, I think that's, you know, the idea behind any kind of certification or certificate or, you know, even the bar. Not sure. I, definitely. That was the mindset uh, why it was created, you know, not not to speak for the ones that were heavily involved in the makeup of it, but I I, I definitely agree with, with what you're saying. And, you know, um, like I said, we're in, we're in the world now where I think everybody's trying to figure out esports education and it's just uh it's just a matter of, you know, if you feel like taking it or, you know, like like uh, Justin said, you know, the test doesn't really matter if you're comprehending what you're reading anyway. But, uh, you know, definitely certifications is a part of any industry, like you just said, the bar. So, you know, um, it's it's just I, I, I can't wait to see the evolution of that, too, uh, with the news of what just happened this prior week, not to put a date on the podcast, but, you know, the big talk this week was was about certifications and tests and so you know moving forward i just i just wish that the industry would would keep it authentic as possible and not just do things just for you know media and and attention and to say hey we did it first um you know hopefully you know people make moves within this industry to make it better and not hinder the growth of it I mean, I agree in that. And, you know, like we said, we're not going to dwell too much on what's going on. I think enough people publicly <laughs> voice their opinion that, you know, we can shift to a little bit more exciting stuff. So, you know, you're yeah. really involved in coaching esports. So what do you like most about it? You know, what's the thing that you're always like, wow, this is what makes it so great? You know, I think from the college side, it's like, you know, it's what I fell in love with teaching the, uh, the most. It's like having a relationship with a younger person to the standpoint of you you know you're making an impact on them from from a uh from a, from a personal side of things that you're teaching them you know uh life 
situations and life goals and skill sets that they're going to apply for the rest of their life. Um, and you may not affect everyone that you come in contact with, but the ones that you come in contact with are worth uh, those feats and worth those uh, those accomplishments. And so, <clears throat> you know, that's that's the number one thing about it. And, you know, the number two thing about it is putting in time and, you know, developing uh, from a from a game uh, standpoint to the point where you start to see growth and you start to see wins and, you know, thirdly, man, it's it's that traditional sports vibe where, you know, we want to win, we want to dominate, and you know, in between the, the the wins and the losses, uh, like uh, like in in you know none that were traditional sports, you know, you don't have the rewards as soon as you win something as far as whether it be financial gain or, you know, equipment or even, you know, internships and, you know, job opportunities in some of these uh, spaces that we're in and some of these strategic partnerships we've been able to build. And so, you know, just seeing real-time growth and change in a student is amazing to me, man. And that's that's pretty much where, you know, why I love doing what I'm doing and, you know, I'm a, I'm a gamer, man, so I don't get to play like I used to, Justin. You know, I'm too busy coaching and being a general manager, but um, I just enjoy being in the space, man. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be in. Right. That's the thing. Growing up and having to take responsibilities, the gaming just takes a plummet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, it was a time in my life where – being an adult did take me all the way away from gaming, you know, and, uh, you know, I found my way back in from getting into education and being a part of the youth and them putting me on, like, what they're playing and what's the hottest game. And, you know, uh, if it wasn't for that, man, I don't think I'd be be in the game in the esports space at all. Well, you know, we're glad to have you here and, you know, we'll kind of bring this towards the end. I know that you recently, you know, involved in the, the S. UCL's esports summit, you know, in addition to your esteemed host, who were some of the other panelists and what were, you know, some of the topics that you discussed and why'd you guys kind of host it to begin with? Well, SULC has an esports initiative. And so I, I hadn't explained this the whole podcast. So I'll explain it to you real quickly. Southern University uh, system is the only HBU, HBCU system in the country. So we have the Baton Rouge campus, the Baton Rouge landmass. Um, has Southern University Laboratory School, Southern University Law Center, uh, Southern University Agriculture Center, and Southern University Baton Rouge A&M College. We have SUNO, which is Southern University of New Orleans, and that's a that's another four year college that's in the same system. Um, and then we have SUSLA, the Southern University Shreveport. And that's a that's our two year college, that's also in the system. And so, we have uh, definitely the reach of the state, but probably the reach of the regional area and beyond, uh, with those campuses. It's six total. And um, uh, back to your question, you know, Southern University Law Center had an esports, gaming, virtual reality, mixed reality initiative, and so. Um, they kind of brought me on board and, and, uh, 
you know, we, we started talking. And I said, hey, you know, uh, just an inside scoop on it. I was like, hey, you know, I've been sitting on an idea. It's no HBCU school that has put on a summit for educational purposes yet. It's, it's been done by outside influencers and companies, but not a school. And I said, I think we should just do one. And that led to me being <laughs> basically the producer of it and, you know, asking people like yourselves. And, you know, it was it was a, it was a big case. Hey, Southern University Law Center is here in the esports space. Uh, probably one of the only law centers in the country to do so. We have an esports initiative and let's let's educate the public on what esports is and the possibilities within it. Not only from a law standpoint, but from a career standpoint, from, you know, uh, building a program to, you know, uh, what, you know, what's next in law. And so, you know, I think it was a great job, man. I think uh, if you hadn't saw it, you need to go see it. It's SULC.edu forward slash esports. And um, all the content is there and post some some of the uh, topics on YouTube and you know, it was a great time, man. I think uh, I think we made a stamp and can't wait to, to next year. Hopefully, we can get some people to come down. We do a real a real in-person uh, type of summit because we have a, a mini dome here on campus that can hold thousands. And so uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I think that was the first inaugural event. We had some big names such as yourself. and It was just a great time. Well, yeah, you know, definitely some other impressive people. And, you know, I think that it's amazing that you're able to kind of take what you guys are doing, which is clearly unique to the space and just kind of grow around it. And, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people are starting to realize, especially in this, you know, academic space is that it is wide open. And if you want to get involved in it, you just kind of have to start. And, you know, whether it's with a summit or a panel or a lot of schools just start with a club and they just kind of get the pulse of what the student body is interested in and, you know, how interested they are. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the suicidal one in esports as far as workload. So I decided to do all those things. Justin just named, I suggest that you don't do that. <laughs> but at the same token, it's all for the betterment of educating the public, man. And, and that's what universities are here to do. And, that's what we aim to do, man. We aim to educate people in esports and compete and everything else that comes with it, man. Well, you know, you're doing a great job over there, and that's why, you know, I've been asked to be a guest. And, you know, we're going to kind of bring this towards the end. So what's the future for the programs, both the lab school as well at the, you know, the university level? Um, Continue to be a, a student center program, Um, you know, building that pipeline. You know, we we, we are in talks with people with different companies and different partnerships and strategic partners throughout the day uh it's a, it's a meeting every day trust me um i'm like in tune i you know i had a five-year plan for the program and stuff is happening so fast i might reach some of those goals before the five years but definitely keeping it in student center um uh, you know the lab has done it over at southern university laboratory school uh probably doing phase two of that should be coming soon. We want to add video production in some kind of in some kind of way. Uh, that's that should be coming up. Uh, we just have to write, find the right partners and, and funding for that, Justin, and that'll be done. Uh, we should be starting on the uh, esports room over at the college this summer. 
Uh, we're still in talks with that, and we'll be making some announcements. And, you know, there's definitely some stuff that I just can't talk about that I want to so badly, uh, but I have to wait till the ink dries. I know you understand that from a large perspective. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm very superstitious on deals. Until it's signed and done, I don't even like to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. And, you know, it's it's like you want to talk about what you're doing, but you're also, well, until it's done, it's not done. It's not done. You know, so I don't want to say something that it's not done. And so, uh, but, you know, with that said, you know, we want to we wanna start um, developing scholarships like I talked about earlier. And just growing the, the the program, man. Like you know, you know, having that student uh, in the center of that ecosystem and building the ecosystem around the student. So whatever student it is, is resources, accessibility, and inclusion for all of them. Awesome. I think those are great goals, and you know, everyone will just have to tune in for you know what the program does next. And you know, I really like to end each episode with my three questions. So you know, what's your favorite game to watch? Rocket League, man. I think I think it's the most outside of uh outside of sports games, and it is probably a, like a sports game. But I think you could be at any any sports bar and see it on the screen and understand exactly what is going on. Yeah, I definitely agree. So, what's your favorite game to play? Um, man, right now, man, it's 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 uh between. Uh, Red Dead Redemption and uh, Red, De- Red Dead Redemption 2 and probably Warzone. 2K is kind of at the end of the year, so I'm not playing too much 2K right now. Right. The cycle's almost over. Yep. Um, so who's your favorite video game character? You know, Mario, Luigi, Pikachu. Man, I've never been asked that. Uh Man, that's a good one. I'm probably let's. I'm gonna be weird and let's say, uh, let's say Yoshi. I mean, Yoshi's great. There's you know nothing yeah. wrong with Yoshi. Definitely, <laughs> definitely an iconic character. So yeah, and a great start in Mario Kart as well. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, thank you so much for joining us. This was extremely insightful. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter. Go play ES. That's G E A U X, the way we spell it down here in South Louisiana. That's Go Play ES on Twitter, YouTube, Christopher Turner on LinkedIn, and uh, it's Go Play ES on any other platform Twitch, YouTube, wherever. Awesome. So, you know, everyone make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q, and thanks for tuning in and check Apple Podcasts for all our past episodes. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.